Oh shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. What are we gonna do? I don't know. Like, do we get, do we have time to buy something? No, no. We just we just have to riff. We're gonna no, just riff, riff it. Oh shit, it's the nostalgic front. A podcast from Patrick and Reem. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food, juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh wow, that was that was adequate. Yeah, that was like pretty good. Yeah, are we just gonna use it for every episode? I think I think we should. I think we have to. Thank you for listening to the new Nostalgic Front. I'm Patrick Hasty, and I'm Brandon Reem. How is it going, Brandon? Patrick, it's going yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Buddy, well, listeners, get re- what is that? A g- the sound of a good podcast? Uh-huh. I hope so. That's we all we do. We do? I know. <laughs> okay. Let's not say that, okay? Uh, how are you, man? What is, what's up? What have you been up to, dude? Oh, you know, just hanging around the house, doing nothing. Yeah. Uh, I, get, I watched uh, A Mighty Wind. For the first oh. time in a while last night. Yeah. We should say After rest in the... peace. Rest in peace, Fred Willard. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was sad, obviously. But uh, I saw a lot of people watch some Christopher Guest movies last night, obviously. Yeah. Oh, they're so rewatchable. So. Well, how, did, how did you watch it? Where was it? Uh, I ordered it on Vudu. Okay. Because I was trying Amazon to find Prime. it. Prime. Yeah, we don't have Amazon anymore. And I was trying to watch... Uh, uh, Spinal Tap, Almighty Wind, Best in Show. None of them are on Netflix or Hulu, so it's kind of a so, bummer. Sometimes you got to bite that bullet and rent them. Yeah, we were thinking about it. We uh, people are so uh, adverse to renting, and it's just like we used to do I, this shit all the time. You go out it, on a Friday night and rent five movies. When it now was, people um, people are getting skittish about renting, and that's the other thing. These subscription services cost as much as the freaking rent. When people are like, oh, I just canceled Hulu. It's like, so get it for a month. Yeah. We, uh, when I was, uh, when we had Amazon, we would rent every once in a while, but we don't do that anymore. So now it's kind of like we get what we want. But w- what I've been doing lately is I've been uh, just going through Netflix. And I feel like I haven't been on Netflix in forever and watching a lot of weird stuff that I didn't want, that I missed. Yeah. And like just random ass movies. I watched, uh, Talking, god damn, uh, a little, little, wait, a little shop of horrors the other night. Uh, yeah. hadn't seen it in years, fucking loved it, and also realized I don't think I ever saw it. It's when a, I was a kid, sequel. And I used... What are you talking about? Best little horror house in Texas, and then little, and little shop, shop of, horrors. of horrors is a sequel. Okay, yeah. Uh, when I when I was a kid, I watched it all the time, but then I watched it the other night, and I was like, oh, I don't think I ever fucking knew what this movie was. Yeah, you know? me too. Uh, but it was great. Like and I then, would, uh, I would start mouthing off, and then my mom would be like, "Watch it." Yeah, I. And then uh, I'd be like, "Okay, I will," and she'd be like, "Hello, hello." I, uh, I watched. Uh, I just finished watching, so I went through all the cartoons. I was, I know I, we were talking about how I went through Justice League and all that, and Young Justice, which is great. Uh, what about Dumb Justice? Uh, I prefer Full of Cum Justice. Uh, what I just watched though, that was really good. That I don't know if you've seen it all. But I finished Clone Wars. Uh, no, I haven't. Buddy, I'm trying to work okay. my way back through all of it. So and there's I'm a talk- lot. So don't I, talk about wanna, it. Don't. No, no, no. I want to tell you a thing. A, a revelation I came to with Star Wars recently. A revelation. Uh, yeah, a revelation. I did not like Rise of Skywalker. We've talked about that. I was thinking about that in the shower. What? Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Is the Star Wars movie Star Wars fans deserve? 
That uh, sucks. Star okay. Wars fans suck. Yeah, and so, so we deserve... Okay. They, we deserved Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker, I didn't like it, right? And because I didn't like it, it really soured me on everything in Star Wars. And so because of that, I had no interest in watching Clone Wars. But then I rewatched Rise of Skywalker, and I liked it even less, and I decided I wasn't going to let that ruin Star Wars for me. So I watched Clone Wars Season 7, and it reminded me of how much I didn't like the prequels, but because of Clone Wars and Rebels, it made the prequels so much better. And so then I finished uh, Clone Wars, and I won't spoil anything, but I loved it, and I loved how it ended. And so maybe someday they will make a TV show or a comic book that will be so fucking good, it will make Rise of Skywalker good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that could have like been Last Jedi if they didn't try and shit on Last Jedi for yeah. half of Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, well, Last Jedi is still but fantastic. I, it's just, I tweeted uh, that exact same thing. Yeah. That once we get enough, like, Count Dooku is a great character, yeah. but Count Dooku in Attack of the Clones it sucks. Yeah. You just, you, buddy, you gotta go watch, finish Clone Wars, and you'll- I'm working I, my I, way back through the old ones. Give me some time. Do it. I only take the train twice a day. <laughs> Let's, I want to talk about it. Uh, goddamn. Uh, okay. Uh, any other thoughts? No. All right. We got a fantastic guest today. Let's say we take a break and bring him in. Okay. All right. Check it out. There's fun and adventure coming your way. So listen up. Disney's Gummy Bears, DuckTales, Chippendales Rescue Rangers, and Tailspin. Yo, so listen up. Listen, listen, listen up. You know Scrooge McDuck, Launchpad McQuack. Hey, Huey, Louie, and Dewey are back. You got gummy bears with a brand new tail. Tipping Dick on the rescue trail. And here's a cool trick that's sure to win. You got Baloo the Bear. Tailspin. Weekdays starting Monday. On Disney, Disney afternoon. And we're back. Ooh. Ooh. What a good commercial. Great. It yeah. was great. It was good and great. Uh, goddamn, speaking of good and great, we got a good and great guest today on the show. Absolutely, do We do. <laughs> we do. Uh, do 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 do. Uh, now you guys might know him as a member of Infinite Sketch, a uh, fantastic sketch group. Uh, also, uh, with our friend of the show, uh, Kevin Frolix, worked on a project. Uh, they created a musical that I saw and absolutely loved called Great Frontier, a poorly researched musical about Lewis and Clark. I think we talked about it heavily on the show back in those days. Uh, and also, he has a fantastic podcast called Broken Broadway Podcast. And you guys know what to do. Pause here. Go to your podcast shit. Search it. Subscribe. And then come back. Uh, it's very good. They talk about Broadway flops. Everybody, please put your hands together and go crazy for our friend, Patrick Riley. Hi. Hello. Hi. How are you? How are you, buddy? Hello. Thank you guys for having me. This is fun. I'm excited to get nostalgic. Yeah, baby. We're excited to have you. Now... Off the bat, first off, uh, how are you? How are you dealing with uh, the the quarantine? Uh, I'm going a little crazy. Uh, I've been taking care of my grandparents the whole time, so I have had like no contact with the outside world. I know there's a few a few people who a few of my friends because I I I live close to uh, the Bellancinis, for example, John Bellancini, yeah, yeah, friends of the show, and uh, yeah, and um, I live close to close enough to my friend Joelle Woodson, who's part of Infinite Sketch, Mm -hmm. where uh, she rides her bike and she'll come see me, and I'll stand on the top of my porch and i'll just wave at her <laughs> that's the most like human contact i've had uh with people who are not um 
you know, over the age of 80. Sure, sure. So two months. So it's, <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting a little crazed. Yeah. But uh, I'm living. Yeah. I'm living. Is it turning you in? Do like do are you like starting to like are you guys like watching like Columbo and then going to bed at 8 p.m.? You know, like we're well, not you... Columbo, yeah. but we are watching uh, Disney Plus put all of America's Funniest Home Videos. Oh, sure. On like, and uh, the... because both my grandparents, my, my grandmother is uh, she's a little senile. She has Alzheimer's. And uh, her brother is, uh, he was born uh, microfacialic, so he's special, uh, he's special needs. Okay. So both of them, they're at the level right now of like two toddlers who are just also 80. Yeah. So yeah. I put on America's Funniest Home Videos and it's Tom Bergeron and they're like, oh man. For sure. This is the stuff for me. Do, do they have like the Tom, I mean the Bob Saget? They don't have the Bob too? Saget because hey. the Bob Saget, and I uh. found this out because I was very confused that they only had Tom Bergeron uh, stuff. So Bob Saget was technically wasn't ABC. They didn't own ABC at the time Bob Saget started production oh. on it. Yeah. So they don't own any of the Bob Saget stuff. They only own the Tom Bergeron stuff. Dang. And yeah. that that stuff's buried and gone forever, yeah. man. Yeah. I remember that. I remember. I remember how man Bob Saget was really important to my childhood. Sure. And the, more, the more you talk, every time someone brings up Bob Saget, I think of like uh, Bob Saget now when he's just like a. Yeah. Like an old yeah. man who's like always doing dirty, dirty jokes. But yeah. man, super horny. What What's great is uh, the <coughs> scene with him in uh, how hot, not half baked. Half baked, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, where that it was, it was like bridge sagging. Mm-hmm. It was before everybody knew that he was a, a, a he was still a full house yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. That you kind of heard a little bit about it when that came out. But yeah, the old uh, Bob Saget America's Funniest Home Videos are great. And then they had the. Uh, Dave Coulet spinoff. Yeah. Uh, America's Funniest People. And they, because I remember they started as uh, like specials. Yeah. They weren't even. They weren't oh, even. I don't even know the Weekly show now, yet. Pat. Yeah. Pat. This yeah. is this is the fun stuff about. So America's Funniest People. When we, because yeah. you're, I think, a little younger than we are. So I am. When America's, it used to be on. What was it? What night was it? Saturday nights? Thursday nights? Sunday, Sunday nights. nights? Sunday nights. Yeah. So it was America's uh, Funniest Home Videos would air, and then was starring Bob Saget. And then afterwards was a show called America's Funniest People starring Dave Coulier. And uh-huh. his sidekick was Arlene Sorkin, who was fucking Harley Boy, Quinn. Yeah, Harley Quinn. She's right? who Harley Quinn is based on. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's uh, nuts. And then she left the show and the sidekick became Tawny Katane from like all the 80s oh, yeah. sex video. She was like a she was like on uh-huh. all the cars yeah. in the 80s like with her Oh, okay. Mom, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just one. Yeah. But th- just one car. Well, sure. Ch- uh, cherry pie. But uh but it's so funny. <laughs> white uh Go ahead, Reem. It was White Snake. What? It's not Cherry Pie. It's White Snake. Here I go again on my own. Tony Katane was not in the Warren well, Cherry Who pie. gives a shit? Uh okay, so Pat, now break yes. it down to us. Where are you from? Where do you grow up? Grew up in Brooklyn, New York. God damn, BK. Oh. Yeah? Yeah. I've been. Yeah. Beautiful place. When, where? And are, am I wrong? Aren't you from Park Slope? No, I'm from no. Sunset Park. Sunset Park. Okay, yeah. yeah, that yeah, area, yeah. The, like, Sunset Park's stuff. the area where all the blacks and Latinos were kicked uh, kicked out of Sunset Park in the yeah. 80s. And what's, in your, what's your uh, affiliation? With Sunset Park? No, I no. You're Puerto Rican? Is that I'm correct? Puerto Rican. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm Puerto okay. Rican. <laughs> I didn't know the right way to yeah. say. Despite, despite, yeah, yeah. What, yeah. Oh, I get what you're saying. You're like, what are... You know what? As a kid, I used to grow up, they used to like, are you a jet or a shark? What are you? And I'm like, exactly. well, technically, yeah. I'm in between. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. The, I'm the love child between Tony and Maria. If Tony sure. and Nick die, and then Maria, and then they, they just like fuck to make a baby. That's, yeah. that's what I am. Oh, I'm a, so you were forced to like musicals. I was for yeah, yeah. Well, I was. There's a there's a story yeah, my dad. My gang to tell life. Me. There's a story my dad used to tell me that um, 
it's a weird a weird turnaround to to my queerness with my dad saying like you know when i when your brothers were little we used to watch sports center because we had cable but when you were little we didn't have cable so i just used to sing you roger and hammerstein show <laughs> tunes all the time and look at you now and i'm like i don't know if that's like homophobic but it feels like it <laughs> Like, that's how it works, Dad. But yeah, okay, yeah, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Else you I sleep. used to sing musicals at you. Now you look, you're a dancey boy. That's what <laughs> yeah, they. That's what yeah, they yeah. call you. That's so yeah. Uh, okay, so you grew up down there in Sunset Park. Uh, you have brothers and sisters. I have two brothers. You're two, two bro- younger you just brothers. Said- I'm 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 much older than them. I am, oh. which is weird because I'm so much older than them. I remember because uh, they they were born uh, six years and eight years. Uh, we're we're six and eight years apart. Okay. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I I have I, like I know all the like early two thousand little kid shows that mm-hmm. some of my younger friends are like oh you remember this and this and I'm like yeah. well I remember because my brothers play all the time um, and then they yeah. also know because I was older they also are obsessed with like the Disney afternoon yeah and I had because a lot I, good. I recorded so many tapes sure sure yeah that- I was curious about the uh, uh, how much were you like oh you got to check this out got to got you know oh all the time being the yeah showing stuff to the younger generation yeah Yeah. also also i was when i like my first present when i was like uh, like one year old my my grandfather got me a vhs player oh and then it just became a thing where like oh you can just give patrick tapes because patrick (laughs) likes tapes so i by the time i had two younger brothers i had hundreds of videotapes i love it oh yeah Um, so like we would watch all this and a lot remember in the 90s when they would have those collections of just a bunch of episodes of like uh, Goof Troop, yeah, or like, yeah, 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 or this, and they also there was a special thing which was just called a Disney Afternoon, mm-hmm. which was four hours of Disney Afternoon cartoons, and it, it was like you know uh, I think it was the first episode of Bonkers, the first episode of Goof Troop, Tailspin, yeah, Darkwing Duck, all those in yeah. like a, in like a thing. I used to watch that to the point where it just burnt out. Yeah, and it had that like that '90s rap of just like. Ooh, Disney's here to break the groove. What's the groove? It's Goof Troop, and that's you know. That's so funny. So, so yeah. we did we did a fun size all about the Disney afternoon, and we did it like two ye- two years ago this week. I just my really? time hop just reminded me of it. So because of that, I've been rewatching on Disney Plus. I rewatched a bunch of Goof Troop episodes yesterday. Mm-hmm. I play. Have you played the video down? Are you a video game head at all, or were you Patrick? I don't you, know things. You just, no, you. Just the listeners don't, don't know either. You just opened Pandora's box because of. <laughs> Because of uh, because of the quarantine, I've been trying to like figure out. I don't know about you guys, but like God, I miss stand up. So I've been trying to yeah. figure out like yeah. how can I do it. So I decided that I'm going to write these like because I really like video essays on YouTube. Yeah, and I'm like, well, let me write. Who are your essay. Who are your people? Um. Oh, I love. Um. I really like. Um. He this, didn't mean to trap you like that. No, I know, no, no. But it's just, I just, it's, it's, it's hard to. Uh, well, I like Nerd Writer. I love Captain Midnight. Yeah, I like uh, Captain Midnight a lot. Captain mm-hmm. Midnight's a lot of fun. Um, there's this one, but there's these. Oh, and then Matt, Matt Baum is like my number one. Okay. I actually donate to his Patreon. That's how much oh, I love it. Hell yeah! He does this oh, stuff nice. where he does this thing called Culture Cruise, mm-hmm. which is he goes in depth through the seventies, seventies, eighties, and nineties, and goes into like how gay people are portrayed on television. Ooh. And then, um, oh yeah, I've seen those. Oh my god, it's there just yeah they're really good a math, just so brilliant it's just yeah. such a brilliant thing, i like right? any of that shit and and, and mm. there's a time i was thinking about this we'll get back to i want to talk more about your idea but yeah there's a thing that i've been thinking about right now with the fact that kind of television is fucked right now like yeah. per programming so i'm so surprised that like so espn is doing like these six hour blocks of like 
them just talking about the NFL schedules and stuff. Why don't they give like the fucking SB Nation people or some of these YouTube yeah. accounts that are making these brilliant football or like, oh, uh, there's another know? guy, John Boy. You know John Boy? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. I, I watch it's, him all the time. It's and something like that. Guy, like, why aren't they? Yeah. I can't remember his name. There's this other guy who's been going through and watching different World Series games and just doing like commentary tracks. Oh, I love it. I like to like a highlight reel of each game. Yeah. And it's so fascinating because it's it's he just did the uh 2000 World Series, which sure. was like a huge part of my childhood. Is that the the Subway Series? The Subway Series. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's Subway Series. The, the first damn. time I ever remember my father and I crying together. Whoa, that's and, uh, cool. It was when uh the Mets lost the World Series. It was sure. a little heartbreaking. And I've never gotten over it. But ah. um yeah, yeah, yeah. It was But don't uh, worry, they've lost World Series since then, haven't they? <laughs> Oh, they have, but but you know, as an adult, as, yeah. as a kid, you know what it was? It was as a kid, everyone was talking about how good the Mets have been and how great the Mets have been, mm-hmm. and this is the Mets year. And because you're a little kid, I didn't realize that that's just like team, like you know, just you just build yourself up. Yeah, I just I genuinely thought that they were talking about like this is gonna be the Mets year. Yeah, it has to be the Mets year. So I, when they lost, I just wasn't prepared for that because I was ten, maybe yeah. no, nine right. years old. Oh yeah, years old. So I was just like weeping. I remember open, like crying hysterically. And then my mother just being like, look at what you did to our son. He's so mad. And she turned around to yell at my father. My father's also like just <laughs> crying. And she's like, what the fuck is happening? And we're just like, sports happens. Oh my God. I love it. I love it. I've never loved more than the, than the uh, 2000 Mets. Well, that's yeah. not true. The 2006 Mets were also a great team, but sure. anyway, um, oh, uh, back, back, back what's to your idea? Thing. Yeah. So back to the thing, I'm glad you brought it up. Um, my first video essay that I was that I'm working on, it may never come out, but sure. I've been trying to figure it out how to work it. I am obsessed with the fact that in a two year span, there was the Goof Troop TV show, yeah, a goofy mm-hmm. movie, uh-huh. but in the middle of that, there's the Goof Troop Super Nintendo game that yeah. is completely different from both things. You have the Goof Troop movie where Max, I think, is maybe he's a, in junior high. Mm-hmm very young he's maybe like 10 11 and then they jump two years forward and then he's in a goofy movie and he's in high school mm-hmm. like where you go a different voice actor different type of animation it's a weird jump but in the middle of that in the super nintendo game they get captured by pirates and then fight for their lives on an island it makes no sense <laughs> that then they but then they go into a goofy well, movie and you're gonna tell me that there's no trauma there there's yeah no, trauma. no one's like hey remember those fucking pirates exactly so so in the plot of the super nintendo game which i played religiously my father and i used to play yeah. i love i love the super nintendo game um i'm people, sure it was capcom too capcom had it because uh, capcom had like the licensing rights capcom to made all the those game. disney afternoon yeah. games yeah so it's um, so like yeah 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 that era of Disney video games was fantastic. Like early 90s. It was so good. Yeah, the Rescue Ranger game Lion was King. good. Yeah, yeah, the uh, Darkwing Ducktales. Duck Duck- yeah, the Duck the Ducktales is classic. We Duck all is still. I have the the refurbished version. So do I? Uh, it's so good. Yeah. Well, I beat that, and that was really fun. But then also, I bought the the Disney Afternoon the video game pack that has all the original. Mm-hmm. They're like eight bitty. And I beat it there too. And I don't play game. I don't beat games. That's not me. Yeah. But I I love that game so much. I beat it on both. Uh, versions yeah. you know they're just they're so good but anyway yeah. so so, the, so what every the the plot of the plot yeah. of the goofy the goof troop game is max goofy pj and pete mm-hmm. are on a boat it gets captured by pirates pete and pj get captured and then max and goofy get stranded on an island full of pirates and then they have to go <laughs> save pete and pj but then it turns out that pete defeated the the pirate uh, captain and became pirate captain. Sure. So that means, and then you have to defeat Pete. 
So that means Pete, the best friend, is an evil pirate. But then the Goofy movie happens, and they're all just friends and neighbors yeah. again. Oh, my God. Like, what right? the fuck is that about? Also, have you ever seen that uh, episode of uh, Goof Troop? Uh, it's really weird where Goofy kicks Max out of the house because he says he doesn't believe in Garsh. Fuck <laughs> <Like> you. <laughs> it was a very special episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. God. The episode of uh, Tailspin where Kit Cloudrider goes to a bike shop and gets molested. It's, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, real, yeah, yeah, yeah. Real dark, but boy, do I love so it. What? But it's weird because at the uh, end it, they end up together, him and the molester, and then that's the that's yeah. The but that, and that was Louis, and then yeah. they opened up a uh, a a pilot's bar yeah, in the middle of uh... now. Out of curiosity, what what are uh, your top three? Here we go, top three Disney afternoon theme songs. Ooh, okay, uh, uh, Dark- they got a lot uh, of oh, uh, Chippendales number one. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, Tailspins number two, mm. and then this is going to be controversial, but I think it's Darkwing Duck over Ducktales. Really? Yeah, Ducktales yeah. is. I feel like Ducktales is great, but Ducktales feels hacky to me. Ducktales feels like if it, I. It well, is. It, I don't know? think it's, it's so good. It's I think, hacky. I think Ducktales is. Ducktales was the first theme song they wrote, and I mm-hmm. think Ducktales is the blueprint well, for everything else. Well, Gummy Bears. Gummy yeah, Bears. Gummy Bears is fantastic. Yeah. I'm sorry, Gummy Bears Adventure, which is yeah, bouncing here and there and everywhere. I was just reading the other day. I was um. So I had this a tweet that I thought was kind of funny, but I deleted it because nobody yeah. liked it. But I thought, wouldn't it be funny if we found? <laughs> <laughs> shut up, shut up, Reem. Wouldn't it be funny? And I think this is for you, Pat. You'd like this. I, I deleted it, so you can't read it. But uh, yeah. wouldn't it be funny if we found out the Moana soundtrack? And what? Like, wouldn't it be funny if we found out Lin Manuel like wholesale ripped that off from the Little Mermaid two soundtrack? You know, like <laughs> we realized that like every song is the same fucking rhythm and stuff because Little Mermaid two has a soundtrack and it's pretty good. And yeah. then I was doing research, and the Little Mermaid two soundtrack was done by the same. They're a writing team. I don't know if they're a couple, but they're a writing team. And they did Goof True or the the Gummy Bear soundtrack and a bunch of those Disney Afternoon songs. And oh, so I thought it was cool that like they did jingles, but then also they let him do a whole fucking sequel movie. That's fucking kick yeah. ass, you know. Uh, um, and is I that, just love is that, yeah. is that Little Mermaid two Ariel's beginning or is yes, that? Yes, it's the yeah. prequel. Well, yeah, no, it's her, no, no, maybe it's Little Mermaid no, three. It's Little Mermaid one... three is Ariel's beginning. I think Little Mermaid two is the one where it's her daughter. Yes, that's it's and that her one. Daughter's her daughter's being called to the sea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. it's the sister of Ursula's the bad one. I re- that one's bad. Yeah. That's a bad. Have, movie. Uh, okay, so you like so you love it. Here's what we learned so far. You love baseball. Uh, are yeah. you still? Do you still? Do you go to a lot of Mets games every year? I do. Yeah, I go. I go every year. Sure. Um, Great ballpark. Good mm-hmm. yeah, ball. It's good. It's it's a lot of fun. It's just I I I miss Shea so much. It's more of just like. It's I, something about like smelling like like uh, dry urine when you're watching a baseball game really gets yeah. me. Yeah. But um, I, plus. If you're going to Shea as a kid, I mean, yeah. it's just got that built yeah. into it. It's nostalgic. It's uh, it's fun. I and and nostalgia and baseball are like oh, hand, hand in hand. Oh yeah, yeah, hand yeah. Hand. yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I yeah. So I like baseball definitely. Yeah, um, and then you and then also who was your guy? Who were your guys? Sorry. Oh, Mike, Piazza obviously. Piazza, I know. Piazza, I know you. Yeah, I, I think you it's die pretty, for Piazza. It's pretty. I'm, I'm pretty public about my love of my Piazza. I. Uh, very much so. Yeah, very much, very much. I love, I love him very much. Uh, I love David Cohn before he became a Yankee. Yeah, and broke my heart. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, uh, Beltron was big for me. Um, and then, um, you know what it was? It was my dad. My dad idolized. Uh, I mean, the eighty, the eighty, the eighty-six Mets were big for me. Oh yeah, real big was uh, Gary Carter. Some of the best uniforms too. Man, all the Those uniforms were great. The uniforms are, are, are with the big that. bold stripe down the shoulders. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, well, I mean, yeah. there's some man. Baseball uniforms were better in the '80s. 
just because absolutely because they tried to be trendy where now it's just they're like you know very yeah. simple very you know almost monotone it's kind of boring yeah but back in the 80s we were I, like how can we get tickets well what if the expos were just a bunch of stripes? i have to sit down anytime i see a expo <laughs> oh yeah you know I was uh, when I see that hat, the three tone expo hat. I was I in Montreal uh, like a year or two ago, and I was just walking around. I went to the store that was just selling a bunch of expo stuff. Still, <laughs> like no one had told yeah. them that the expos are dead, and he's just—it was just everything was there. And I was just like, "Hey, oh, you know what? I think it'll be fun. My dad would really appreciate if I buy some expo stuff." And everything was marked up like three hundred percent. Sure, because, the, that's yeah. a that's a thing. The Montreal, like the when teams embrace their former team i love that because montreal did that when i was in vancouver they had fucking vancouver grizzlies shit everywhere and i'm wow. like that's I ho- they, yeah. if you guys would have done this when they were here they'd still be here you know yeah exactly. i just hope we see plenty more uh new york guardian stuff oh god damn yeah you are you ever were you ever into football no god damn no i we, don't like it we loved the xfl on this thing we went into it thinking it was going to be t- terrible and then fucking both of us loved it and Reem went to a game out at the Meadowlands, and then they fucking ripped it apart and said it's never coming back. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I know. nightmare. I, I, I don't. My family are Jet fans. I, I just don't. I can't. It's weird, too. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, I, yeah. I just I try. I try. I tried. Yeah. I tried a few times. I'm really I'm really into hockey. and I'm really into baseball. Who's your hockey? <clears throat> Islanders? The Islanders. New York Islanders. Uh, sure, sure. Uh, yeah. That's good. I'm glad it's not the Rangers. Uh I uh, I didn't um I I think you I mean if you're a Mets fan you have to be an Islers Islanders yeah. fan yeah. Islanders, Islanders, the Mets, color yeah. the color crossover yeah. you know Islanders Mets can, Jets yeah, uh, Nets that's that's yeah. what you Yeah 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 yeah. N E T S Nets 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 is that what you guys? Yeah, count? yeah I like them. Well, Spats nobody, no, nobody should be a Nick fan. No, what? The Knicks are terrible. The Knicks are terrible. Knicks, I, time Knicks. out. I just realized right now that Mets Jets and Nets rhyme. Right now, <laughs> I didn't realize all three of them had the same naming oh, scheme. I, that was a joke. I used to, as a kid, I used to do. It's just like, I'm a Nets fan, a Mets fan, uh, a Jets fan, and Islanders. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite TV channel is BET. <laughs> like you got it yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, um, goddamn. Yeah. And then okay, so you're growing up. You're loving the. You're loving what you're loving. Uh, yeah. Did you ever it's, play? Yeah, uh, wait, or how did you? How did musicals come about? You said you know, your dad used to sing them to you. Because oh. I know you as a musical fan. Oh yeah. Were yeah. you like when you were a little kid? Were you like putting it on yourself, or was it something you grew yeah. into? Or no, sure. I I used to uh, put on productions of uh, musicals I liked in my backyard, starring my brothers. Oh, cool! Yeah, starring my brothers which, and cousins. Um, yeah. The most elaborate. Which ones? The most elaborate. One, oh, sorry. The most elaborate one that like my mother constantly brings up because I uh, I I built I I bought I went to the ninety nine cent store around the mm-hmm. block from me without anyone knowing. I bought a bunch of party poppers. Oh yeah. I bought. Uh, uh, three packs of um, uh, three packs of uh, of wire hangers. I bought duct tape and uh, rope, and I made a giant chandelier and curtains. And I did Phantom of the Opera. That's awesome. Uh, Whoa! With a, with a Jason mask that I got the Jason mask, and I cut the Jason mask. Sure. Oh, I so love it! Like the Phantom mask, <laughs> and then I did Phantom of the Opera in in my backyard. I also did what else? I did. I think Family Operas are what I remember. I, I must have done other ones. Um, Lion King, I definitely did once. Yeah. Um, now, yeah. Uh, were you seeing most of these uh, on VHS, or did you get to see them on, on Broadway? Um, well, at that time, I, I had not. I, I went to a few shows, like maybe once a year. My parents would go. Yeah. We would all go. See yeah. Um, I didn't see Family Opera until later. I would buy the cast album. Oh sure, and yeah. And I would listen to the uh-huh. cast albums. 
um, or uh, you know, it was big into torrenting too at the time with like a oh yeah all those sites. Um, I would I would download like all cast albums or some random shows that I I overheard. So I had that, and then uh, and then PBS had the the great performances. Oh yeah, so that's how I watched Into the Woods. It's how I watched you know Sunday in the Park with George. Buddy, I don't I I know we've talked about this a little bit, but like so I got into musicals late. Reem, you've got your he's. You're into him a little, whatever. I don't know what you feel on it, Reem. Yeah, whenever I audition. Yeah, he gets into him when he auditions. Yeah. Uh, but I I got into musicals late in the last, like, five years, and now I love him. And so, like, certain things, like finding that, uh, the whatever it is, the PBS storytellers of, or what the whatever that's called, presents. It's called Great, great Performances. Great Performances. Yeah. The Into the Woods of that is one of my favorite things. And it, it's now one of those things in my life where, like, when I go to bed at night, I used to used to throw on The Office, or you'd throw on like episodes of like Justice League. Now I will, I can throw that on, and that like soothes me to sleep the same way these other pieces of nice. for my whole life have. Uh, I yeah. love it so much. Uh, do you have oh. what? Oh, Reem, did you have one? Oh, I was gonna say uh, just so I can say something about me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I recently watched a musical I'd never seen before, and I really loved it. Was uh, Newsies? Oh. Sure. Which which version? Yep. Did you watch the movie or did you watch Broadway? the original, the Christian yeah, Bale yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Uh, Do you like? I guess that thing like bombed hard. Really? Well, yeah, it made zero money. It was sure. in theaters. I didn't know it was in theaters because I saw it on. Remember, they did the Wonderful World of Disney on Sunday. Yeah. Oh it, yeah. Yeah yeah. So I remember I saw it maybe a year after it was released in theaters, um, on that, and I always assumed it was one of those like original Disney movies because they played it. Like for weeks, like yeah. play it, and then they played it over again and over again. So I thought, oh, it's one of those Disney original movies. And then I found out later as adult, no, it just made it bombed really hard in the box office. Mm-hmm. And then they tried to save it by making a cult movie by just playing it constantly. Yeah, and that's what yeah. happened. It became a cult, and, it, movie. and they did totally did because it. and like we watched it in maybe I guess like fifth grade. We watched it in school at one point where they bring in the TV and everything, mm-hmm. and all of the girls in my class had a huge crush on the Christian Bale character. And yeah. so years later, when fucking Batman came out, I was like, wait a minute, that's that guy, you know? Yeah. And so, like, they, it was perfect. Uh, what'd you, uh, when you were a kid, I had what, the same response yeah. when I saw Christian Bale was Batman. Oh, sure. I was talking with friends, and we were literally in a schoolyard yeah. talking, and they go, did you hear that guy from Newsies is going to be Batman? And I went, are you fucking kidding me? Musical theater does not mix with superheroes. No. By the way, you Batman at that point had been Wolverine for yeah, years. Yeah, for sure. Oh, for yeah, right. Years. right. That's hilarious. That's so good. But I, that was also because I was trying to cover up my ho- my own homosexuality. Sure, yeah. I was just like, yeah, fucking musicals and and mad and super. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, you're beating. You're Spider-Man beating, shoots webs, not penises. Like you're beating somebody up. You're putting cigarettes out in the Mets logo yeah, on your arm. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Goddamn! Do you remember the first musical you saw in the the like live, or do you remember? Did you ever get to see any of the big musicals live? You know, with like the original cast or anything? Um, or you know, that, yeah. Like well, that? I mean, I, I've I've seen a ton of musicals live with like original cast, and it's great. But uh, the first musical I ever saw live was a huge flop called um, Cape Man, Paul Simon's The Cape Man. Oh, I've never heard. Uh, of this. Yeah, it was my first musical. I think I was maybe seven. Mm-hmm. My my, it's a it's a story of this Puerto Rican, um, a Puerto Rican kid who gets throw who gets swept up into to a gang and then ends up uh, mistaking uh, these two white guys for other rival gang members and kills them and then goes to jail for life and then in jail becomes a reformed Christian and then realizes his way and wrote this autobiography that becomes very famous. Um, That's your so... life story, buddy. How did you not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? 
So I, so my grandparents, they bought tickets and they, he, I remember my grandfather like got a limo. He was so excited oh, to take cool. everyone to see it because the musical starred on Broadway, uh, Ruben Blades, who is okay. a very famous Puerto Rican actor, singer, um, and Mark Anthony. Whoa. So like, and this is a very Whoa. young Mark Anthony. This is 97, 98. Uh-huh. So my grand, I remember my grandfather was so excited. He bought us tickets. We went and saw it and it's awful. It was <laughs> terrible. I remember at the end of the first act, my mother went, okay. And then my <laughs> grandfather goes, the dancing's nice. And she goes, yeah, yeah. And that's a sign of like a bad show. Is yeah. when you go, oh, well, um, what's good about it? What's good about it? Uh, the dancing's nice. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. It's like um, when people then, are like, when you bomb and people are like, you look like you're really having fun up there. <laughs> exactly. It's that same thing of just like, you know what? I think you've got good st- joke mm-hmm. structure. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those tables you know are... People always tell me, they just go like, you know, you've got a lot of energy. I'm oh, like, fuck oh, em. that's good for me. Fuck them, Pat. Same thing when people are like, God, you're so energetic up there. Eat shit, asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the first good musical I remember seeing was um, years later. I saw the first. I, I saw a few bef- uh, before I saw this, but the one I remember sitting and going like, "Oh, this is fantastic!" Is I saw mm-hmm. Wonderful Town. Okay, it's, what's it's, that? It's a musical by um, it's um, um, Green Condon Green wrote the lyrics and okay. Leonard Bernstein did the score. Sure, or Donna Murphy. It's it's a fantastic show. It's um it's uh it's it's based on a movie. I forget the name of the movie, but just about two sisters from Ohio who uh, come to New York. One of them comes to be a writer. The other one comes to be an actress. And then it's their struggles in their first year in New York. Fun. Um, it's just, it was just a fun musical. Yeah, it sounds it good. Just blast. Did yeah. you, uh, we don't have to talk about musicals anymore because Reem keeps falling asleep. But uh, okay, the, yeah. uh, the uh, a thing that I'm interested in is, uh, since I got into musicals way late, like my view on certain musicals, like I don't like Rent and I can't get into Rent. Because you're and, too old. Yeah, and because I didn't have, I I got all the stuff. A- I feel like I got all the stuff after Rent that was influenced. It's just like how I didn't, I never got into the Ramones and all that shit because mm-hmm. I already had Nirvana and shit. I, I mean, like, there's if you want to get away from musical, I think a perfect example is people now who are trying to get into Neverending Story and Labyrinth. I was talking to my yeah. talking to my buddy Kevin Frolix and his wife, mm-hmm. and she said, "Well, I've never seen, uh, I've never seen. Uh, I think it was either Labyrinth or Neverending Story." And I was just like, well, it's too late. Don't watch it. Yeah. I'm not going to like it. The reason why I love those movies really? because I watched them young mm-hmm. and they it's all nostalgia. Like, especially mm-hmm. Neverending Story. I yeah. love Never- Neverending Story. It is perfect. such a perfect film for me. I try to rewatch it as an adult. Ooh, it is hot trash. Yeah. It is uh, the, yeah. it's bad. I, I um, see. I so disagree. dark. I love I it. I still enjoy it, but I wonder, I always wonder, because we do a lot of those fun sizes with like older movies like Last Starfighter and shit. Oh, and yeah, I yeah, always yeah. wonder... What if I was watching this for the first time? And and yeah. that's the thing. But I also can still fully enjoy stuff. The thing that I, the only thing well, I mean, that didn't hold up like that for me, where with it's not a movie, but where when I tried to rewatch it, I was like, I'm gonna stop because I can't. And that's the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cartoons, the yeah. nine, the nine, yeah. 1988 or whatever, whatever. I, those. I watch. I I put them on every once in a while, but every time I watch them, I'm like, "This is bad, and this is it's ruining bad. memories." Same, same thing with uh, Pokemon for me. Sure, yeah. I remember yeah. for my brother's birthday um, a few years ago. I this is before like Netflix was big. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw they had like the the first season of Pokemon for sale, so I was like, yeah. bought it for him, and we got it. And we loved Pokemon growing sure. up, especially the TV show and the games. So we bought. Um, so we bought the. Uh, uh, so we bought it. We watched it. And I remember sitting there, and we were just kind of looking at each other, just like, this is, 
we like oh. we love this we yeah. loved this yeah. it is so because every episode's the exact same it's mm-hmm. uh, ash is gonna ooh, and there's a pokemon over there but the pokemon has a secret power here's yeah. a dark pass about the pokemon i'm gonna catch yeah. it but you know what i'm gonna let it go gotta catch but them the all thing. and that's every episode of pokemon oh and then team rocket shows up and and acts very gay and makes me question my own sexuality go at him uh that's how yeah well yeah. that's just how those things are man we never even cared about like the storylines that were going on no. we just want to be like seeing our pokemon yeah, on yeah exactly which, which is you know? funny with shows like when you think about like when i was a kid i was watching teenage Mutant Ninja turtles and then i'd watch batman the animated series and be like Two exactly the same program. <laughs> Insane. Yeah. I was, I was, you know what? Yeah. I did not, because Batman's a perfect example. Because the Batman yeah. animated series, I still watch this day. It's yeah. art. It is yeah. art. They, they hold the fuck up. Mm-hmm. I, when Disney Plus came out, I, I rewatched some episodes of like Goof Troop and uh, Darkwing Duck and all those. Yeah. And they're fun. They're still yeah. fun, but they're not and, incredible. They're not but the most. They're good. They're, well, much, they're good. They're, they're yes. much there. Then I watched Gargoyles yeah. because I yeah. was like, I don't. I remember always thinking Gargoyles was a little boring. Maybe I should yeah. rewatch it. I watched the first like season of Gargoyles. I'm like, holy shit, this was too dark. This is this is too much for a child's brain. Yeah. It's so good. Oh yeah, there's such great yeah. lore there. But yeah. man, it's insane how they would play. They would put Bonkers, uh, yeah. a freaking Roger Rabbit ripoff next. Bonkers to- is a cop. Uh-huh. Remember Bonkers that? It was a cop. No, no, no. Bonkers was an actor. Who oh. researching a role to be a cop and then became an actual cop. And that Fuck is him. a bonkers. Yeah. Bonkers. Do you know, because like, have you guys ever talked about bonkers? You know, bonkers was supposed to be. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. It was supposed to be a Roger Rabbit cartoon. But oh, then, Ro- but, but the thing is, uh, Steven Spielberg still owned the rights to uh, partial parts of Roger Rabbit. Mm-hmm. And they had already started animating the show. And then Steven Spielberg was like, well, actually, I have my own animation studio. I'd rather not you do this. Yeah. And they were like, well, we're just going to make him a different animal and oh. go eat shit. A bobcat. He's a bobcat now. He's God bonkers. Damn. Yeah. Uh, bo- what kind of animal was Marsupilami? Marsupial, isn't he? He's a marsupial. I don't know what exactly. Oh. Marsupial's like a whole island, right? Everything in Australia is a marsupial. Wait, what? A lot of them are. Sure. Yeah. You know what? I only know one Australian, and I don't think you'd fight me on this. Yeah, nah, everything yeah. in Australia is a marsupial or a criminal, and that's yeah. all I know about. Yeah, or uh-huh. you, Jackman, Botany Bay. I got all Maybe. three of them. Uh, goddamn. Okay, so when yeah. did you? We were talking about this kind of stuff with like Batman the Animated Series stuff. You're a big comic book fan too, right? Time, yeah. Now, when did that? Was that always so? Because you, you're one of those people that I feel like you have such defined tastes. Where I feel like when you was it when you were a kid, was it just like equal parts baseball? musicals uh comic books video games like was everything all happening at once or did you just kind of find things at different times like when did when did comics come into it uh well comics came in because of cartoons okay because i would watch batman the animated series the spider-man show all those fox marvel shows x-men and stuff um and then i didn't start reading comic books until the the x-men movie came out oh cool so i just watched i only knew them from the cartoons Mm-hmm. I didn't real. I I genuinely did not know until I was about like eleven or twelve that comic books were were their own thing. Yeah, I always thought comic yeah. were just the cartoons translated into the book form, like one of those junior like junior novels they used to yes. do. Yes, where yeah. it's like here's this movie yep. you saw, here's a book about the movie. That's what I thought comic books were. And it wasn't until I was twelve and I saw the X Men movie that I was talking to my friends about it. And I had one friend um, who was so Sammy who was like so into comics. 
and he was just like oh you know they borrowed this from this and this and this and i'm like oh i don't remember that that episode well they never did it on tv and then i found out the comics came first yeah and then after that i got into it i got really into spider-man because of the movie spider-man and then yeah that i got oh yeah the first comic i ever remember buying was um it was a spider-man team-up comic and it was uh spider-man teaming up with iron man oh nice yeah 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 and, and was it, it like the first one or was it just like a, was this after spider-man had been running for years no well it was it was a it was a separate book called team up and they were all just short stories okay and i think it was robert kirkman's first comic he wrote oh for marvel or like for a big company sure the guy who wrote walking dead yeah. before he even wrote walking dead he did this comic called battle pope and it became sort of popular cool and it was just basically what if the pope and jesus christ were doing lethal weapon it's a very funny book that's great uh, it's it's very silly but he did that and it became kind of a little does, um now yeah. does jesus have great uh rigs hair so Jesus, in it? Jesus uh, did have great rigs hair. Jesus yeah. is great in that book. Nice. Jesus kept because Jesus is uh, Jesus kept like being the crazy off the gun, so he just run in and start shooting people. And yeah, die, and then he resurrect, and he goes, <laughs> "Your mistake." It's got me. He does it all the time. And then the and then Murtaugh was just a pope who uh, was just a you know a silly pope. But um, I love it. That's but he wrote fantastic. this. He wrote he wrote uh, one issue. He wrote like two issues of like Spider Man. Um, team up and it was just mm-hmm. spider-man teaming up with iron man and i remember reading that and then getting really into like iron man and spider-man and yeah. i had a big encyclopedia of all plus, facts about spider-man so i just memorized plus, it, you know as you plus it's got to be cool i mean his favorite team is the mets that's right yeah that's right and, oh my god that's and so like cool. growing up yeah growing up as a kid just like i i I mean, I think it'd be cool shit growing up in New York reading Marvel comics. Yeah. Here's the thing: is I didn't, having... I didn't know that that was a special thing. Um, yeah, at all. Well, yeah, it was just how I grew up. So I was just like, oh, that makes sense. Ever because that in my, I literally, literally remember saying, oh, well, there's a superhero from basically everywhere, right? Because I mean, like New York has a lot of them. Yeah, and you know, there's um, there's uh, this guy, and he's from uh, he's from the Midwest, I think. And then it would be some random. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I think it's Hal Jordan. Hal Jordan is technically from wisconsin or tennessee yeah yeah and, uh, yeah and, and like yeah like one of the flashes is supposed to be born in iowa and stuff like in fawcett yeah. fawcett city is supposed to be in iowa or some shit like that yeah maybe. exactly i don't remember but but like yeah stuff well, like that. but then we get the cool one There's well like all those you know billy Bathers you know in iowa we had uh aquaman and superman uh on the same high school soccer team okay oh yeah yeah uh, the uh yeah. who is it what's i never know their Mamala? names Chris Mom- Jason Chris Momoa, Momoa and-, and Brandon Ralph. Brandon Ralph. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. That I did. You, mm-hmm. Were you, so we talked about this a couple of weeks ago with our friend Dan Umthen, but like, so was there never this like DC Marvel? Because apparently that's, all, I, comic books are also something I've got into in the last five years, more yeah. more than ever. I always watch the movies and we always watch cartoons, but I, I've only been reading comic books lately. And so I have that thing in me where I'm like, well, I really like DC more than I like Marvel. But I feel like that, from what my friend, what our friend Dan told us on the podcast, that's bullshit. And real comic book fans didn't give a shit back in the day. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, give a shit. It's not like team sportsy shit like that. I put into no, it. No, no. For me, it was more oh. the characters. Mm-hmm. One, but yeah. I always, I always thought saw it as Marvel. Marvel were more uh, was more current and more um, about what's happening in the world. Like you might see like actual like storylines or like characters that exist for real mm-hmm. because a lot of Marvel took place in real locations. Yeah. Where like DC was all fictional cities. Yeah. And Gotham DC was and more golden age. So like if you just want to have fun and just see some like Superman punch someone or anything like that, 
Um, it wasn't until later when I got really into Green Arrow did I realize that DC was more political, I think, uh-huh. than Marvel. You know, um, that was my in, in college. I had to write a paper on like uh, on poli- like politics and arts. And mm-hmm. I remember I wrote an mm-hmm. entire like f- 15 page thing about this one issue of Green Arrow, a uh, Green Lantern, where Green Arrow shows they go to like the slums and then Green Lantern finds out that this landlord is evicting black people based on the color of the skin. And I wrote a whole issue about it. I remember the teacher wouldn't even read it because she was was just like, "Um, you writing about comic books? I'm like, yeah, this one won a Pulitzer Prize. (laughs) This is like a landmark issue. This is like one of the first comics that like broke new ground and like as like what the art form could be. And she just goes, what, that they're going to shoot arrows at people? And he goes, they don't shoot arrows at people. That's the whole point of this issue is that it's them having conversations with black people about black, like, like civil rights in yeah. comics. And then she goes, fine, I'll read it. If you can get me a copy of the book. And I just happened to have a co- in my bag. I was like, yeah, I have the trade in my bag because right I was the fuck here. here, you can borrow it. And then she read it and she apologized and I got an A, but oh, I love it. But, nice. but it was, I remember like fight because other people in my class too were just like, are you fucking serious? Like, are you, like this yeah. one girl wrote about like an episode of fucking One Tree Hill, and that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But I read I got a comic book. It's 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 weird and crazy. I uh, so who yeah. are some of your favorite uh, comic book writers then? Com- As a child, I was super into Marv Wolfman. He okay. was really big. Um, I really loved all the anytime I saw John Romita Jr. and John Romita Sr. were always people who like if I saw their art, I would go nuts. As a kid, I was super into Todd McFarlane. I mm-hmm. in my mind, I kind of think of Todd McFarlane and like Andrew Lloyd Webber on the same level okay because because i was super into both of them at the exact same time i was like maybe 10 or 12 and i really love family opera and i really love spawn and i they they're they're really i was like really like oh i would never not like these and then as an adult i look back i'm like they're both pretty bad yeah yeah yeah, bad and they're both kind of just so hyper masculine and like so like incelly both those characters Mm -hmm. or i'm like yeah i'm embarrassed by how how much i was into both those things Well, I mean, Spawn's the biggest '90s comic book character yeah. of the '90s. Yeah, yeah. And Family know? Opera is one of the biggest musical of the '90s. Everyone yeah. thought it was Family Opera until Prince yeah. showed up. Yeah, but, uh, that's I. Yeah. That, I think that's so interesting. I wish I knew because, like I said, getting into comics more now, and also the way I take in comics, all which is not a good way. Uh, and the listeners know this is I go to those like YouTube accounts that are like. Uh, uh, comic historian or whatever it is. Oh, where yeah. it's, it's it's where like it's like a five hour video and somebody just kind of <sighs> explains it all. And I don't even watch the video; I just listen. Yeah. Um. So that I learn the story, but which is shitty because most of the comics is hey, the art. I love you know? I love that because most yeah. most of co- most of those comics I read, you know, years ago. Yeah. And then every once in a while I'll get like a, I want to get back into it. Let me see where I'm at. And I completely forget. I love to put that video on. I just watched one of those six hour videos the comic book historian did on Green Lantern saga. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was and, like, hey, I want to yeah. read this new storyline, but I heard that ties into parallax and what the mm-hmm. fuck was parallax again? Because it was so confusing. Yeah. You know? And every time there's a character that I don't because I I just finished rewatching Justice League and Justice League Unlimited <laughs> again. And so Perfect every thing. time there's a character that I'm like, I don't give a fuck about Booster Gold. I'll go listen to Patrick, a video that's four hours bitch. long. And after, at the end, I'm like, I fucking love Booster Gold. <laughs> First off, you should always love John, Michael John Carter, my favorite <laughs> superhero of all time. Uh-huh. Booster Gold, the best superhero you've never heard of. He's great. He is my guy. I, I love Booster. Booster Gold and Blue Beetle are my two favorite things. Which Blue Beetle? 
Ted. Oh, oh Ted Cord. Ted Cord. I don't yeah, like. I, I don't like uh, uh, Reyes. Uh, what's his name? Uh, I only know him years. because of Young Justice. That's my only experience really with Blue Beetle. So I love him. I I have an issue with Blue Beetle. I've gotten in trouble in the past talking to people about it. I don't like Blue Beetle because in his catchphrase was "Hey." Whoa, we paused. We good? Essay? And I hey, just felt on. like time out, time for pat, a bunch pat, of pat, white pat, pat. people to write a Hispanic character. Say that. Sorry. Say that again. No, we we just had a, pa- a pause. So just in case the audio pauses, what oh. was his catchphrase again? So his catchphrase was like "Hey, essay," and I just always oh. thought it was really weird for a white. Ninety percent of the time, is a, is a white writer writing yeah. a Hispanic character, and his catchphrase was "Hey, essay." Yeah. I really fucking hated that yeah it's like really when you <laughs> i've like only you... felt true racism twice in my life and it was when i was reading a blue a blue beetle comic and he goes hey essay it's me jamie hernandez and I, fuck, I was like yeah. hated it and then the other one was watching carlito's way for the first time and seeing al <laughs> play a puerto rican i remember being like fuming like people are okay with it is yeah. this what people feel like all the time oh my god what a spoiled <laughs> life i've lived See, I like blue beetles. When they're blue, they write songs like yesterday. Sure. Oh, <laughs> Brandon, you're a treasure. I once drew one of your jokes, Brandon. Ream. Uh-huh. Uh, I drew one of your jokes. Um, I found it recently. I gotta. I'll, I'll send it to you if I can find it. But it's a uh, it, hell yeah. It's your Tatooine joke. You had a joke about Tatooine, and it was so funny. And I just drew you talking to a bunch of Jawas. <laughs> and what's so great is that you oh. probably have no fucking memory, Ream, because you're just a pothead. Full of uh, one-liners and jokes. Yeah, it was. Just, it Plus, was, Star Wars yeah, one-liners, yeah. man. Those, yeah, uh, you, they I, come and go. I, no, I don't. I don't expect you yeah. to be like, "Hey, remember this I, joke from like I think it was sixteen oh. years ago?" Which is not. Like, that's the years? opposite of me. I remember everything I've ever tweeted because my brain's a fuck. I don't remember my wife's birthday, but I can tell you <laughs> what I tweeted in twenty twelve. Yeah. Uh, were you ever into Star Wars? Uh, not really. I I no. don't Star Wars, Star Trek. I'm not really into sci-fi stuff. Which okay, because I'm really into superheroes. Sure, but um, yeah, it's but different. Sci- sci-fi, sci-fi. I'm not crazy about. Uh, I really like uh, some fantasy stuff. I'll 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 take. But yeah. re- but when it really gets down to it, I like superheroes. Yeah, it is funny. They have way more uh, fantasy musicals and sci-fi musicals, right? Oh, sci-fi, or the musicals, sci-fi musicals. Sci-fi musicals do not do well. Yeah. Uh, here's some sci-fi musicals: Starlight Express. Um, mm-hmm. Star Mites, uh, Viva Galactica, uh, real oh, bad uh, shows, <laughs> really yeah. bad, bad yeah. shows. Troy McClure was great in uh, Planet of the Apes oh, yeah. musical. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Yeah, Dr. Zayas. I was really into The Simpsons. There's a good one. Yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. I, I, I grew up Catholic, and I remember one year I gave away since I gave up Simpsons for Lent. Whoa. I was, Ooh. We, were, we went to Florida for Easter. To visit my grandparents, and I was sitting in his, I was sitting in the uh, the living room with my grandfather. He's flipping around, and he just laid. He he got to the Simpsons, and he goes, "Ah, oh, we'll watch some cartoons." And I said, "No, I can't." I looked away, and my father goes, "Oh, you put something else on." He gave this up for Lent, and my grandfather went, "You're supposed to give up something real." But <laughs> <laughs> my father came to my defense. My father said, "You know what? He watches." at least an hour of the Simpsons every day. The yeah. fact that he gave it up cold turkey is big for him. So that's the respect the fact it. he gave up the Simpsons. Yeah. But Wait. I remember my grandfather being like, what the gives I gave up the love of my wife. For, yeah. Yeah. For yeah. Life. Yeah. <laughs> I can't breathe this month. What did you, hey, did you ream? I related more to you in that story yeah, than your grandpa. Exactly. Yeah. So. Did you ever ream? Were you, did you ever do Lint? 
Yeah, all the time. Yeah. That's something I, I have no experience. I wasn't Catholic, and I didn't know a lot of people that... Well, maybe I did, but... Mm-hmm. Like, the idea of what other things did you guys give up for Lent? I think that's really interesting. Reem, what did you give up for Lent? Do you know? Was there ever, like, uh, anything like no, that? I, I just try and catch it in my dryer. I hate you, you fucking moron. Yeah. Hey, Pat, you... No, I, remember, I gave up chocolate before. Oh, that's good, yeah. Yeah, I gave up pizza once... I gave up pizza Ooh. for you. Yeah. Pizza was Can my I, go-to whenever someone was just like... Uh, what are you gonna give it for Lent? I go now yeah, pizza. Jesus. But, yeah, one year. Yeah. And then the-, the after the year I gave up the Simpsons, I remember I I realized that I really shouldn't give up things I really love because mm-hmm. I that yeah. was a yeah. hard month because it was literally like from seven to eight o'clock I had nothing like, to do. Yeah, yeah. We're already giving up meat on Fridays, mm-hmm. you know. It also was. What else does? Yeah. It also was like, remember in the 90s, if you missed the TV show, you missed it. Like, it was done. You didn't know when it was coming back, if it was coming yeah. back. Yeah. So if I was going to miss Sunday, is The Simpsons on Sunday, that means I didn't get to see that new episode see, ever again. What you do, you just set the VCR in your bedroom mm-hmm. to record The Simpsons every Sunday yeah, night. Have, and then on Easter Sunday. V- VSR, uh, VCR when I was... Uh, when I when that happened, because I yeah. remember we were moving, we were moving, so I didn't have a, I was a, I was a, I was a sad child. Yeah, buddy, we I was a pretty you, happy kid. I was. You're on. You seem happy. You seem right. Yeah. Uh, and you draw. You're an artiste. When did yeah, that come about? Um, well, like, were you again? Like, because I love there's, I feel like, and I, I'm sure I'm over generalization just from knowing you all these years. I felt like you always had such a good idea of what you were and what you liked. And I always thought that was really cool in certain respects. And so, like, the idea of art, like, is that just something you cultivated all your life? Or was that, no. did you figure that out later in college or something? Or Yeah, later. It was before college. It was when I was in, um, I would always do doodles. But when I was in, uh, when I was starting stand-up, mm-hmm. like, 10 years ago now, mm-hmm. um, I used to go to this place, this thing called Comic Book Club, and then there was this, uh, where they would have like comic book people on, and they would talk. And then I just met this guy who ran a small publishing company called Pronto Comics. His name was cool. Dominic Sparetto. and uh, we just became friends. And then I started writing comic books for this thing, became like an editor with them. Um, and after uh, after a while, it just came to a point where I just started doodling, and my doodles were fun. And I didn't think because the comics that I were write was writing were not superhero comics they were like mm-hmm. like comic strip stuff and like yeah but i was like yeah. well my art's not great for that and then i read a book uh called clumsy by jeffrey brown and the art is very like there's a there's a type of art called crud art okay which is where the art doesn't matter as long as it conveys the message or the point i like and that then, so i got into doing that and then i started doing comics that were memoir comics that it was you know very it was crud art style so it's like you know stories about like uh, stories about my personal life that wouldn't work on stage and stand up because they get too dark or sad, and then that's like the, the the story of it. And then it's it's easier to go into like di- deeper psyche stuff when you're drawing comics because you can yeah. silly with it. Yeah. So I that's that. how I drew. Yeah, I drew I drew comics going very because all my life all I want to do is just be uh, like a comedian. Mm-hmm. So when I, I went to an acting high school, oh, so I became fame. an actor. And then, yeah, I went to the fame school. That's right. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not because a lot of people think it's LaGuardia. LaGuardia is not the fame school. LaGuardia, it's the, the school is the, it's the school of the performing arts. Okay. Um, and I went to that broke up in the mid '90s, and then I went to one of the schools that was born from that being broken up, and that just became a regular high yeah. school. So I went to repertory. Who are your famous uh, classmates? Oh yeah. 
Do you have any classmates? Who made it big? I do. I have. I have a few. Uh, my friend uh, uh, Tehila Michelle is what she goes by now. She's a, a very big gospel singer. She's big oh. in Europe. And then my other friend just made her Broadway debut in uh, Freestyle Love Supreme. Oh, cool! Yeah, Lynn Miranda, Anissa Folds. Yeah. That's um, like, have, that's awesome. Yeah. Have you gone to see those the freestyle perf- or you know what I'm talking about? Um, I Love Supreme. I mean, yeah, well, Nisa was in it, so I went. Yeah, but because so, so I because I seen I saw I remember when they had some clips when they were doing the CISO show. Oh, I saw is the CISO. Yeah, show. it was good. Is that every night? Was it a different hour? Yeah, it was a different show every time. I think that is so because you know, like it's doing stand up. Yeah, I I love crowd work. I love all that stuff, I and mean, that's how like I I have, you have your bits, but like the improv is the part that I love about it. The mm. how every show is kind of different. And so that just the idea that is exhilarating, but I yeah. feel like you'd have to go like in in terms of Broadway, mm-hmm. I feel like I'd have to go to four or five of them to under to really get how great it is, you yeah. know? Because like Aladdin, I saw Aladdin on Broadway and it was wonderful, but if it was different every fucking night, how much better would that be, you know? Yeah, and so I, see, I think I'm a of that different where I, where I see that and I'm like, oh, it's different every night. I'm like, that's interesting, but I like such a concrete thought because that means it's you know, there's no like way to like preserve a show okay yeah yeah um i i'm more impressed by shows like the, the you ever see, the, did you get a chance to see the play that goes wrong yes i love it i saw it that, i saw it uh, that's what, fucking, 2017 yeah that that is what i'm that's what shocks me the yeah. fact that every single night they can tear apart a set uh-huh and do those physical bits where like this yeah. fallout windows and they they it's... slam doors on each other it's it's one of the funniest things i that's a show that like brandon i don't know if you got to see the whole play is basically it's a it's a uh college theater production gets mixed up with the broadway production of equus so instead yeah. of instead of this broadway production of equus you were seeing a college theater production of this murder mystery that just happens to be on broadway and everything that can go wrong technically goes wrong yeah the set literally falls apart throughout yeah. the show. There's one and, part where the second story of the of the building they're on falls, and they're all still yelling their lines at each other while holding on for dear life to the side as it slowly keeps falling and falling and falling. And it's scary. You're on edge. The, you know that it's a bit, but you still are like, fuck, that looks so real. And so the, the director of the show goes through the audience and meets you. He, like, shook my hand yeah. at the beginning. He's like, oh, hello, I'm the director tonight. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then he's on the stage during the show, yeah. and you're like, he's a fucking moron. And then they're also, throughout the whole show, they're kind of needling this thread of, has anyone seen the dog for Act 2? The <laughs> yeah, dog yeah. got out of the cage. So th- during the intermission, the entire cast is going through the audience, looking through the, the dog, <laughs> asking, has anyone seen the dog? And then oh. the whole time you're like, oh, whatever. And then you kind of forget about it. And then towards the end of Act Two, the door bursts open and a guy comes in with an empty leash and goes, "Calm down, Rova, calm down." <laughs> and it, it destroys. It is. So oh, it's so good. Funny. It's such a tight. See, that's stuff like that. Yeah. Just like it blows my mind. That's every you know Wednesday you do two performances of that. Saturdays you do two performances of this yeah. insane. Like I see, I I appreciate that too. I love the uh, the improv idea, but I also love that too. Uh, I saw that. So that's at the that was at the Lycom, right? Lyceum. Lyceum, and that is right next to the office I work in at work. Mm-hmm. And so when my for my day job, and so I saw I we would see whatever was there a lot of times. So I saw Oh Hello and that in the same theater yeah. in like a six month or a ten month period, and it was my wife and I both were just like, this is so weird that we were we were sitting like almost in these exact same seats watching. 
one of the weirdest shows, John Mulaney and Nick Kroll, and then way on, we're watching this other completely crazy weird show. Yeah. It's just, it was great. Life Seems a good theater. I've seen some of yeah. my favorite, my favorite show I've ever, my favorite musical of all time. I saw the Life Seam. What was that? Title of show. Oh, I don't know it. Oh, title of show is, was, is, it's a, it's a perfect show. It is, uh, it's about two guys, it's, it's a meta musical. And it's two guys were writing a musical for uh, hey. uh, a a um, theater festival. Mm-hmm. And they decide to write a musical about the musical that they're writing. So you're watching the musical. You're writing. You're wa- watching the writing process of the musical that you're seeing, and it's so brilliant. And they really play with state. They, they the the fourth wall is destroyed. I love There's it. Moments where it gets really crazy. They bring their other four friends in, and it happens in real time. It's fascinating. It's so yeah. good. Um, never met a musical i didn't like yeah, that's not is. true i've seen uh <laughs> i've seen a few bad shows i've seen some- uh now okay so i have a wonderful talk i want to say real quick before we finish on musicals and move yeah. on so we can wrap up i did want to say i fucking loved the lewis and clark musical you, oh, and, thank uh, you. Uh, you and kevin did um what quickly like what made you think you could do that like was that a long-term goal and then once it was a success I, for, I mean, I assume, I don't know what your guys' goals with it were, but I consider it a huge success. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know you you guys do other stuff together still. Um, is there plans for another one? Is there plans to make that bigger? Or where's that? Where's your uh, mu- where's your musical career, your musical writing career? Yeah, no. Well, what happened was Kevin and I, we were doing, um, we did Little Shop of Horrors rocky horror picture you went to that actually yeah back, it was fantastic yeah back at uh where, where was it that was uh, uh fifth estate fifth estate yeah it was yes, at fifth yes. estate on halloween we did what was going to be like a karaoke show what we ended up doing yeah. was just doing small productions of little shabaharas and um and uh rocky horror picture show that we kind of just truncated and kind of add like we we ad-libbed the lines and then mm-hmm. the songs and it, it was like a two-hour show it was so much fun and then afterwards, everyone was kind of like, wow, that was great, guys. And Kevin and I were just kind of like, yeah, it was good. Um, man, what the fuck are we going to do now that we did this? And then we decided that the big reason why we had to, like, ad-lib the, the script to Rocky Hara and Little Shop Hara's was because we couldn't get the rights. And we said, you know, it'd be easier if we just write the thing ourselves so we own yeah. the rights. And that's what it was. We just wrote a musical for ourselves and then our four, four friends. Like mm-hmm. Parts in it that were written exclusively for Maurice Licorice. Yeah, and then we performed it for hmm. we performed it at a bunch of we got into the New York City uh, Theater Festival, um, and we did it there, and then we did it at the Pit, um, and then right now, uh, there's no concrete plans of doing it again. We were talking to a producer in the UK, but that kind of disappeared. But um, we are working on something new. Um, yeah, hopefully this cool. quarantine will give us a ton of time to work on it. Yeah. When you, I'll say, and I said I loved it. And when we, I think we ran ads for it back in the day. Yeah. And I, like, I'm, I think I, I know I've told Kevin this. I don't know. I, I assume I told you, but I saw you guys do like a run through at the creek once when you guys were doing yeah. that. We did the, and I, at the creek, yeah. Yeah. And I remember being like, and th- like the same way I am when I see anybody do anything or anybody sees anything I work on, I was just like, fuck, I don't know if these dummies are going to be able to pull this off, but it looks like everybody's having a real fun time, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I was like, this is whatever. And then we went and saw it at the the festival and like, it was one of those things. And again, maybe it helps that I had just got into musicals in the last couple of years, but like I was, I fucking loved it so much that night. I thought it was so good. And it like kept uh, catching me off guard in ways that I really enjoyed. Um, And to the point that when you guys put up the band camp, I got the soundtrack and like, it's on my work computer and I used to listen to it a lot. Cause like I, it was just, 
it kind and also like I grew up in Southwest Iowa. Lewis and Clark went through there. Yeah, uh, there was like near my parents' house, like within walking distance from my parents' house, is a big giant rock that was like a commemorative of them. Mm-hmm. So like I was already kind of pot invested to this story, and I just thought it was fucking so sick. And so I love that. I I'd be happy to see whatever you guys move on to that. Uh, okay, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, congr- uh, Reem, why don't you ask him the thing we like to always go out on on this show? Uh, well, the one question we're always digging at the hard at to get to is uh snacks we love learning about snacks yeah, like baby. you got any snacks uh you like comfort foods that you have your parents made or like uh type of shit you'd go get at the bodega yeah, as like, a kid or like oh yeah what su- saturday morning cereals flintstone pops the flintstone Ooh. pops whoa are those like- oh push-up pops yeah, yeah the flintstone push-up rest pops. in peace yeah I realized I found out recently they don't make them anymore. I was talking oh, to someone because uh, we were talking about like how we used to. I forget what it was. We were talking about scraping our mouth and stuff. I'm like, I used to scrape my mouth all the time on the Flintstone push up pop. I would push it all the way through the tube and yep. then I would kind of like take that little bottom of the tube and just start scraping my tongue. Yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, and I used to cut myself all the fucking time. Yeah. Because, yeah. You know what I. The, that, that, the, they made good shields too. They for made toys. great shields. Oh, they great made great shields, shields for toys. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like that in the pizza, the, when the, you, you the get table? And the little yeah. table. Oh, it'd be great. I, uh, this is weird, but I, I, while we're in quarantine, uh, I, or, I got some salt and vinegar chips, and I Ooh. haven't had them in like a year, maybe more, and I love them. But I got them, and they were so aggressive to my mouth that it kind of oh. like ripped skin off my cheeks. Oh, and I was like sitting there, and I was like, what the fuck is happening? And all of a sudden, I just feel like an inside of my cheek rip off. And I was like, oh, I think the salt and vinegar is attacking me. <laughs> That's so uh, crazy. Was there anything? They should call them uh, uh, assault and vinegar. Fuck. Yeah! God yeah, damn! That's why he's a goddamn king. That's got to be it. That's the yep. end. Of, you want to draw that one for him, Pat? Uh, yeah. So that's the end of the show. Uh, Pat, goddamn, thank you so much for being on the show. You're one of those people, we wanted to have you in the studio for years. It just We couldn't get it to line up. Uh, but I'm glad we did it this way because yeah. I think it sounds, it'll be, you know, it's just as fun. Uh, now, the listeners, the NFers, they fucking love you. So please plug oh. all your stuff. Plug any of your, your, the stuff they can watch on I, uh, Instagram or whatever, your podcast, all that yeah. stuff. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, so right now I have, uh, you can follow me at NotPatRiley on everywhere. That's mm-hmm. where of my, all my social media stuff. Uh, I have a web show called Quarantine Mustache where I have uh, my sketch friends come on and we read sketches that we've been writing mm-hmm. during quarantine. Um, Infinite Sketch, we put out uh, at least a sketch a week, sometimes more than two. We just put one so out good. recently that was uh, Mask for Men. Yeah. Um, mask for Mask is what it masks is. For masks. Mask yeah. for Masks. Yeah. I was, man, that was literally my la- my last two days of uh, all I did was uh, Rosa and I working on that like uh, like crazed, crazed lunatics. Yeah. But uh, we got it out. Um, yeah. So that, and then um, I have I have uh, I have two podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Broken Broadway, mm-hmm. which is where I just talk about Broadway flops. Every episode is a different flop. Uh, the one I just put out recently was uh, Legs Diamond. So you can okay. listen to Legs Diamond mm-hmm. and Dance of the Vampires. Uh, two terrible, terrible shows. Can and, I ask a quick question? Yeah. Is uh, what's the one? Is it Yo Mom? No, Amelie. Is Amelie considered a flop? Amelie is definitely a flop. Yeah, Amelie's okay. on my list. I have a list of shows that like I've seen yeah. that I can talk yeah. about. But I recently, it's uh, my listenership for that has been older, like yeah. some like mostly people in their forties and fifties. So they want like yeah, so like they're, they're like let's stuff. talk about stuff from like you know old old stuff. And um, gotcha. the problem is with that, it's harder to get like copies of. Yeah. So the, Amelie uh, was the only one I ever saw. I watched it like a video of it, uh-huh. and I remember watching yeah. it, and it's new and thinking it was going to be great because I really liked Philippa Sue or whatever, yeah. and then. 
five minutes in, I'm like, oh, I think this sucks shit. And then I it's Googled it and people are like, yeah, it sucks. And I was like, oh, fuck. It's 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 um it's unwatchably bad. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. Bad. I, I, sat, uh, I sat second row for that. And oh the entire time I was watching it, I, I, I just kept putting my hand on my face of like, yeah. it's got to be <laughs> it's got to be towards the end of the thing and i'm like oh it's been 20 minutes i yeah i've been here for three hours what do you mean it's 20 minutes and, it, and then you're like well you look like you're having fun up there yeah oh and the the other podcast <laughs> I, have to, I have to plug if not my co-host yes, tell me it's called uh christopher Grang's actor's nightmare a theater podcast which i hope okay well woodson and we just talk about theater news and like what what's happening to theater in uh in a world without theater um yeah we're talking about uh coming up we're talking about strange loop and uh, angels in america cool yeah those are my things oh yeah fantastic thank you so much for being on the show uh reem where can the listeners find you well shit just check out reem core on all the things Mm -hmm. it's there trust me r-e-a-m-k-o-r-e uh you've currently got a fantastic schindler's list parody happening on your instagram uh that's uh shawshank redemption what i say Schindler's List, very different. Schindler's List. Well, buddy, work on it. Figure out a Schindler's List thing. You know, that girl's oh, walking in. Brandon, that girl's walking in with the red dress, and all of a sudden Kokomo starts just, playing. You just avoid Schindler. I'll, I'll say that. If I swear to God, right. if I see that girl in the red dress, I just. Bermuda. That's my goddamn mind. Come on, pretty. You for listeners, you can find me at Patrick Hazy. That's at patrickhazy.com. I have my show, Fake Chats which was a kid born out of a panic attack like everything else I've ever done. Uh, fake chads? Yeah. Fa- no, no, it's fake chats. Fake chads are Tyler's. You know that. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> fake chats. That's the uh, whitest the- thing I've ever heard a person say. <laughs> That's right. The 21st episode, I was dropped uh, on Sunday. To the day this comes out, you'll see the 22nd episode. I don't even know who it's coming from yet because that's how the show works. Uh, Gross. I do imp- I do uh, improvised conversations based on videos my friends send me. Uh, so check that out. Uh, you can get it on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube. Uh, other than that, oh, I do. Go to the pod. Go to the Patreon. Give us a dollar. Give us five dollars. Give us ten dollars. Um, give us ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollars, listeners. It, we have new stickers that kick ass. If you want a sticker, just send us a Facebook message or a DM and let us know if we already have your address. That's cool. If we don't, give it to us and we'll mail you one. Uh, you can get it. Put it on. I don't know. Put it on your fucking wall because nobody goes outside anymore. Um, put it on a cop car. That's right. Put it on a cop car. Uh, put it, it over your nose and mouth. That's right. Uh, but as uh, be cool, never die, take care of yourself. Uh, uh, and as always, remember: <laughs> if you're not an NFer, you're an MFer. So, so get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Welcome to BrainMachineNetwork.com. Wow, that's pretty good. Hell yeah. I love this podcast.